want to remind everybody this is not associated with any company, institution, church, or denomination. It's the uh, devotional Wednesday. Kind of help us get through the week. Uh, if you're a first-time uh, caller on here, we are glad to have you here, and we welcome you. Uh, I want to remind you, you can uh, forward the message that we send out um, on Tuesday nights to anybody to, uh, so they'll have the information to sign in. And, uh, uh, you know, like I say, just if you think somebody would enjoy it and uh, help them get through the middle of, you know, their middle of the week, uh, hump day, kind of get over it, you know, feel free to forward that on to them. Uh, today I'm going to talk about something that uh, I've been dealing with the last probably six months, maybe a little bit more, with uh, uh, things just happening at work and in life in general, and that's change. Um, you know, what, what does it mean to change? You know, a lot of times, uh, you know, there's, there's things that happen soon to me, and maybe it's because I'm getting older. There's things that happen at a faster pace now. Um, you know, when I was in college, it would, you know, it seemed like if you had a computer with a 20 uh, megabyte hard drive, uh, you were a superstar. And now we've, we've got more uh, storage and data on our telephones than uh, they had the, the first mission uh, to the moon. So things have changed, and it seems like this technology changes. Everything, you know, rapidly changes. And I started thinking about that. Um, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm willing to change more and adapt more at work than sometimes in the things that God's dealing with me and, and convicting me of. And, uh, and even through all that change, you know, I have to remind myself, God's been the same. Uh, since the beginning of time, and he's not changed. Um, and that's the one consistent thing I can hold on to. But, you know, people have had problems um, when God has convicted them of things um, and there's change that needs to go on in their life. Uh, and we find that in Romans seven nineteen, and when Paul wrote, I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. So that was the first thing I thought of. You know, here's you know Paul writing about how he's struggling with something that God's convicted him to change, but yet he's, he's you know having trouble with it. So I thought to myself, you know, how do we change? Well, as far as when God convicts us of something, you know, we have to recognize what we feel like that God's convicting us of. You know, what we're doing wrong, and and uh, James four seventeen. It says, if anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. That kind of hits you right in the square between the eyes on that, um, that, you know, if God's convicting you of, you know, doing something and you're turning your back on it, uh, you know, um, it's sin. Uh, I mean, that's just the, what the Bible just lays out there, like I say, in James 4:17. So the second thing I thought about was uh, when you're, you know, trying to change, uh, you have to ask God to help you stop doing what you're doing. Uh, you know, I think a lot of times um, we, we forget that most mornings we should be thanking God that our feet hit the floor, and uh, we should start start every morning on our knees. Uh, I have a real good friend that's a recovering addict, and every night he puts his shoes up under his bed. Uh, he does that because when he gets up in the morning to get his shoes, he has to get on his knees to reach under the bed and get it, and it reminds him to start every morning on his knees. Um, I think a lot of times we need to consider tomorrow. Uh, you know, a lot of times the things we do today or we want to put off tomorrow, we have to, you know, realize that there's a, you know, there's could be a consequence tomorrow. Um, you know, I, I had a friend that just thought he was in love with a, somebody besides his wife, and, and he wasn't thinking about 
what was going to happen tomorrow to his you know, wife, to his kids, and how this was going to affect him. It's all about today. And so consider what, what it will be like tomorrow. Romans 12, 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is a good and acceptable and perfect. Um, so I, the next thing I thought about was, you know, you, it's okay to ask for help in the moment. Um, in Second Corinthians 12:10, it says, "That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness and insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong." You know, when we admit to God that we have a weakness and we're struggling with it. Um, that's when His power is the greatest, uh, and, and He wants us to help it out. You know, ask Him to help out. And James 1.5, it says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. You know, God loves it when we come to him and say, Hey, you know, this is what I'm dealing with. You know, that's our Heavenly Father. And he's just like our, our Father, uh, you know, on earth uh, that we go to. They, they want us to come to them when they have a problem. Uh, you want your kids, you want your friends to come to you if they have something going on, uh, and so you can help them out. Well, it's no different uh, than, than with God. Um, and, and the last thing I'll tell you is I think you have to uh, replace it with a deeper joy. In 1 Corinthians uh, ten thirteen, it says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so you can endure it. You know, it's one of those things that, that I think that when you dig deeper in the Word, you're relying on God to help you with something that, you know, he, that's going to be where you find your deeper joy. You know, God's going to, you know, maybe have a song play on the radio that lets you know, hey, man, I can overcome this. Uh, you know, I may be in the midst of this storm, but I'm still going to praise you, God. Um, you know, and so find that deeper joy. And then the other thing I can tell you that I think you have to do is I think you have to have that good friend that you can tell, um, you know, what you've got going on. Because a lot of times if you are able to get somebody to look at what you, you're dealing with and kind of help you shine a light on it, um, that sometimes helps set us free from it because we've been living where we didn't want anybody to know we're dealing with that. And in John 10.10 10, it says, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that uh, they may have life and have it to the uh, fullest. Um, God wants us to have a good life. Uh, but, you know, we've got to remember we've got to, to go and ask him. And so I thought about this when I was going through everything. Uh, in Ephesians 4.22, it says, Throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Uh, so we're challenged to do that. So uh, today I'm going to ask you to, to think about something, and you're going to have to visualize this. Um, I want you to think about if, if you were sitting at a table with God. Uh, is there anything that you have in your life that you wouldn't want to do in front of God? Um, you know, and for me, I, I've got things in my life. I'm not sitting here pointing fingers at anybody, uh, but I know that there's things that God's convicted me of, and I really, you know, am having to work on those things. And uh, but if there's something in your life that you feel like, man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that if I was sitting, you know, in front of God. Uh, maybe that's a way of God just convicting you of maybe that is something you need to change. So to make sure that we, you know, a lot of times we're convicted to something and it's easy to push that aside. But I'm going to ask you to visualize a note card too. 
uh, just a white index card and mentally write down maybe what you're thinking that God's dealing with you on and put that somewhere that you can be reminded uh, when you see that index card, even though it doesn't have something written on it, that that's a conviction that you're you're working on and uh, that God will, you know, help you work through that, will give you the wisdom, put people in your life, whatever you need to over, you know, to overcome uh, maybe a problem you've got and that God's convicted you to take care of. Um, that's all I got on that. Let me stop the recording.